Welcome to Not Another Basic Girl Podcast, the weekly basic recap about all the things you've been texting your besties about. I'm your host, Annie Kate. Let's check in and let's chat. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back. So a quick little um, recap, because I know last week I said my future sister-in-law, Lauren, was going to be on the pod, but we were in Lincoln and life happened, and she is a busy woman who wears a lot of hats and is raising a a one-and-a-half-year-old, so it didn't happen, but that is okay. She will be on soon, and in the meantime, after a week away... We got to go back to Grace in Massachusetts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back, baby. <laughs> That's, you know what? That's just what we need. That's what we need. How the heck are you, girlfriend? I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm doing okay. It's Wednesday night. I like that we do these on Wednesdays because it's like halfway through the week and it's really something nice to look forward to. So I'm doing good though. Yes, it is. Yeah, what about you? Oh, I'm good. I am good. What did you do this weekend? Because I think this might have been the longest we've gone without like constantly communicating and I don't know how long. I know. Well, you are with family too. I know there are a lot of kids, right? There's a lot of kids around when you go to Nebraska. Yeah. Yep. There's, you know, it's just like a mix. It's also just like time that we, we don't get to we don't get to see them all that much. And so, right. And it had been since Christmas. So yeah, there was time. a lot of catching up to do. Yeah. I mean, we, what did we do? It was really nice here. It was like 75 degrees here on Saturday. So How nice uh, is that? yeah, we like to, what we call uh, have a Saturday. So we had a Saturday. I love that you call it that. <laughs> Yeah, having a Saturday, sitting on the patio, enjoying the weather. We went out to an early dinner so that we would we could come home and have a fire with some drinks. So yeah, it was a nice weekend. And then Sunday, obviously, was the was the Masters. So you know what, Maya did all day. Yes, yes, and that's she, yeah. what we that's did. What you did. Yes, exactly. Which you know, it's just it's fun. You know, it's such like a random sport sporting event but it was really it was fun we um got together with a few of our family friends and watched it and drank some trulies and had you know just a blast and i don't know sometimes it just it felt good to feel like a little sense of normal i've now officially been vaccinated fully so i mean obviously you know you're still gonna be cautious and Mm-hmm. you know, be responsible, but it just, it did feel good to just like see some people we haven't seen in over a year. Right. Yeah. No, that's a good thing for yeah. sure. It is. And you're, you're fully vaccinated too, aren't you? Yep. I'm fully vaccinated. My look will be fully vaccinated hopefully soon. Um, and then we can get back to life a little bit of life. Like you said, still, being careful, but just a little less nervous about yeah. Being well, I can people. 
I can tell you this. Um, we're not going to Arizona this year to visit my parents. So we still have a credit. And so we will be coming to visit you guys sooner rather than later because we both are like, we need a vacation and we want to see people we haven't seen in a long time. So I'll just drop the bomb and say, yeah, we're probably going to come and visit soon. So come whenever. We would love that. Would love that. So, I mean, overall, you know, doing good. You're doing good. Yeah, doing good. Doing good. Glad the weather's getting nicer. That helps. Yeah. Well, we had snow. I, know. I mean, just like a little, but it was enough to just kind of be like, ugh. Minnesota, Minnesota is a little heavy right now. We won't get too into that, but like, I wish it was like 80 degrees and like sunny. So it would just be like kind of that little morale booster but yeah we'll get there um grace yes what i listened to the taylor swift fearless oh. album for the first time today multiple times i don't know what it i I, I think i like had to like process the fact that it was all coming back to me now that's exactly what it is it's all coming back to me like that, ha in my opinion, I think it's her best album. I love Fearless. I've always loved Fearless. And now that she re-recorded it, it's like, what did a friend call it? He called it ethically sourced Taylor Swift. That is <laughs> so, it makes me so good. That is perfect. I know. I know. That is perfect. So it makes you feel good about it. Like you're supporting her. Like it's finally, the album is hers you know it's only hers it doesn't belong to anyone that she hasn't gotten along with in the past and and worse um you know so it's just really nice and it takes you back to when it came out i was actually texting my friend jen saying i'm i'm reliving the heartbreak i went through right when this album came out and like every one of those songs like brought you back to that moment where you were just like wow I know. Well, because she's our age, Taylor. So it's kind of like every album she's had at every like stage of her adult development has been the same stage as us. So she's been growing up right alongside with us. And just putting our feelings into songs since one, 2008. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think, um, I think that I'm just like, I'm excited. And I know that all the other albums are going to continue to come out. And I just, I don't know. They just hit differently now that I'm older. I don't know. That's very weird. No, they do. And they sound the same, but also there's like a sense of maturity in them too. Like maybe yep. her voice has just matured, but I don't know. She made them sound the same. It's the songs you love, but I don't know. It's just different this time I, around. I think... <sighs> I mean, uh, they're I know. so I good. Could, I could talk about this all day. <laughs> I know. I know. And we're going to like, obviously, as the next few months come along and she like starts releasing more because apparently they're kind of going to be um, staggering like monthly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Which I'm like, does this girl sleep? I mean, I don't no, sleep, I, but like. I, know. I think this has been a, a good time for her in that sense obviously but I want to say something that my sister has said to me before she's a professional musician she's a music teacher but she's in she's been in 
choirs that have been nominated for Grammys. So she is, and she's educated, like highly educated in music. And one of the first things she does, cause like she teaches a music theory, theory class, like it's high school. So a lot of the times kids that sign up, they just sign up to like, because they have to take something mm-hmm. um, but to get them interested in it. She talks about how she starts it off with how Taylor Swift is literally a genius, lyrical genius, musical genius, whether you like her songs or not. And she actually explains to them, a professional musician explains to them how and why that is. And even people that don't like her, the kids, they realize like, oh my gosh, wow. She is. She really is. Love her or hate her. She is. And so your sister is like, again, she's a yes. very talented professional singer. She went to like an, I not an Ivy League school, but an Ivy League of like music schools. Like she went, she's, you know, I don't want to out her life, but. But, <laughs> so, very, but she, yeah. she's a T-Swifter. She stands behind Taylor. Well, she's not though. She's not oh. a T-Swifter. But she knows that she's very talented. So anyone that says, oh, she's not good, like, all right, you don't think she can sing? That's your opinion. But she is a musical genius. And that's why her songs speak to us and why we love her. Right. I feel like every song is relatable. And at some point, you can always go back and, like, find that moment in time where it did relate to something. Yes. Oh, my gosh, definitely. I remember like I hated running my senior year of college and this guy that I was like talking to, he like came and visited and like, we were like dating-ish and he, um, he left and I was like, this is never going to work. He lives in Iowa, blah, 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 blah. And I remember listening to the song, we are never, ever, ever getting back together after like I decided, and I think it was mutual. I won't like just say it was just me, but I think it was mutual of like, this is never going to work. Right. And God, every song, I mean, every song is a banger. I don't know. She's, she's very, very talented. And that was so good. And that was my day today. I just like listened to Fearless, had a candle going. I was just knocking out work and I was like, wow, what a day. But then I was yeah, excited I to start that. recording at yeah. like noon. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry, work. Oh, work always gets in the way of things. Work, work, but, work, work, work. Now we're here. Now we are here. So Grace, you're doing good. Yeah. I'm doing good. I think yeah. we both are feeling a little bit more positive than we probably were back in, I don't know, February. <laughs> I think um, so too. But we have some things we have to talk about. And, and you know, I always, like, I kind of give you a rundown of what we're going to talk about when we before we podcast, but we're obviously going to do, like, a quick, like, Bravo breakdown because hashtag Bravo is our lives. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about Kourtney Kardashian. I know I posted that on my Instagram last Friday. Like I was just like, wait, what? After Travis Barker has her name tattooed on him. Like, I want to talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Obviously RIP Prince Philip. I mean, I'm not going to say I called it, but I'm going to say I called it. He hadn't been doing well. No, he hadn't. And I just want to talk, I mean, obviously not a lot about his death, but a lot about Harry, Meghan, what we what we hypothetically think is going on. 
Mm-hmm. And then I think a big thing, and I know you're not a huge bachelor girl, mm-hmm. but I mean, it happened this morning. I was watching it live. Um, is kind of like talk a little bit about Colton Underwood, who was a bachelor um, mm-hmm. lead and his big announcement. And then I know we said we weren't going to talk too much about it, but I do want to talk a little bit about it because I only had to talk to myself about it last week, and that's toxic influencers. We don't even have to go into Rachel Hollis because everybody knows how I feel on her, but I think it's like important to just like kind of talk about the influencer culture and community and like what, I don't know, we'll get into it. You know what I'm saying? But I know what you're saying. I haven't had anybody on here to talk about Bravo. I mean, wait, did we talk about Jen Shaw? Yes, we talked yeah, about we Jen did. Shaw. So, I mean, she's still posting on social media. Um, like she's not being charged of a federal crime, which is insane to me. But she doesn't care. Like, no. it's really, there, I think there's something uh missing i don't know like she's she does not care and obviously the way she got rich and got her money she just does not care about other people no and then i was on tiktok a little bit today and like i saw allegedly this um tiktoker was saying that um coach shaw potentially is filing a divorce interesting um and I mean, I think we're going to see a lot more come out. I just think it's so fascinating to just like sit here and be like, she is still posting on Instagram. Like you were just charged with a federal crime. Like, I know. And you're like, and she's like posting lip syncing videos. Like what? Well, she has till what is it? The end of the week. I feel like I heard somewhere to come up with some crazy amount of money. So she's been selling her like designer handbags on some site. I don't even remember what it's called, but I don't like who would want those bags. Those like like on the backs of widows and old people and like people she took advantage of. Just I know her money. I know it's crazy. And I mean, like I said, I don't want to talk too much about her because we don't know a ton more. Honestly, I think she still is filming and I'm going to stand on that until I see a trailer. But the way that she's still posting, I'm like, there's no way she's not filming. I mean, this is a paycheck. So, and obviously she's broke as hell. Right. But I can't remember. Did we talk about Rahoni's trailer? I think we did. Didn't did we? I can't remember. Yes, because we talked about. Did we talk about Bethany too? And her announcement, the like the day the trailer came out. Yeah, we talked about that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But did you also see now Bethany's doing a stand up? I know. I saw. Like, I don't really. I don't follow her anymore. I don't think. I don't I think know. I do but either. Yeah, I saw something about that and it's just I mean I just like can't see her as like the stand-up comedian type no I mean she is quick-witted and has some good comebacks 
but that doesn't mean that she's going to be good at stand-up comedy. And I also that also makes me feel bad for like the people who actually are like stand-up comedians who work really hard that just don't have this like large following who are like, haha, hey. look at me, I'm funny, I, laugh at me. Yeah, she already has a platform. She already has like a direction that she went. Like, what are you like bored? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So Probably. Strange. Well, then I guess I don't have to go too much more into Rahoni. I'm just going to keep on saying I don't think I'm a fan of Leah. Mm -hmm. I just think it's too much too soon. But um, what are your thoughts on like Jersey? Yeah, it's kind of been a little bit of a letdown, huh? I just, it's been the same old tune. Like, yeah, okay, Teresa, we've seen you say and do ridiculous things before and be mean to other women. And yep, we've seen you really like target Melissa and you, you know, try to get Melissa on your side when it comes to whoever she's being friends with. It's just, and then the, the pranks with Melissa and Joe about cheating like who who plays pranks like that on their spouse like that's not like funny that's not funny well and like I feel like it's just like there's nothing and like I don't I mean I've always like appreciated Teresa in the stance of what she's brought to the show because she's an idiot and she like does whatever it takes I know. But like, I can't sit here and be like, oh, I pick Jennifer or I pick Jackie or I pick Teresa. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so like stale right. to me. Like, I don't care. And I hate when housewives are all one storyline for a whole season. I'm like, this is stupid. And obviously, right. we know Joe and Melissa are fine. Yeah, they're fine. Who knows why they downsized? Um, but yeah they are obviously still together they're really happy um you know i don't know i've always been a fan of melissa i know she has a store called envy and so <laughs> that kind of insinuates that she um thinks people want to be her but i always kind of liked her and and jackie too i actually heard her on another podcast say something that really hit with me and i really identified with it um she said something like um, you know, I, I think a lot of times someone like Teresa will try to bully or pick on me because I, I'm like, I'm like nice and weak, but yeah, I'm a cool girl. Like I, I'm easy to get along with. I'm outgoing. Like I'm, I'm not going to go and just fight with you to fight with you for time on camera. I just, I'm, I'm easy to get along with and people see that as being like weak or someone without a backbone but no I'm just a nice person and I'm not going to put myself in a situation like her pool party where yeah. you're going to be mean to me because I'm not a mean person and that really resonated with me because there are definitely times in my life growing up where like in sixth grade I can remember <laughs> but where like why, like, why am I being, like, victimized? I'm a nice person. I get along with people. Like, why all of a sudden it, does this person want to be mean? I don't understand. And don't right. mistake me, me being nice or being weak. I just, I'm not interested in, like, going toe-to-toe -to -toe with you. I'm just not interested. Yeah. So, like, if you had to pick, are you Team Jackie or are you Team Teresa? I got to say Jackie. I really do. I think I agree with you on that. 
Yeah, I don't know. She just, like you said, Teresa is not the sharpest tool in the shed, but she has brought a lot to the show. I mean, we are very attached to her family. The whole storyline with her family is, um, you know, and the girls. I love seeing the girls together, too, and how much they support each other. But do you, like, not, like, step back here and, like, think to yourself, like, now she's going back into business with Joe, like, her ex-husband, who got her into jail. Like, I know. I'm like, I don't understand at what point, like, it's just, like, it's stupidity. And, like, I am, like, does this deserve to be rewarded? Again, I know we don't look at our reality TV stars as, like, the end-all be-all, but it's, like, She's making so much money and this woman continuously makes stupid ass mistakes. Right. Yeah, no, she's, it's just not, it's not smart. It's just not, I don't know what else to say about it. And like, I also feel like Jersey is like such like a family oriented, family based cast. It is. And I have this like, and I don't think Andy would do this, but like, I just have this feeling like the time is running out. Mm-hmm. Like we've, like we've seen them evolve for how many years now? Like, right. it just like, I just feel like the time, it just, it it's not captivating anymore. Like it's not yeah. that same like Jersey punch that I wanted it to be this year. And maybe like I need it because hashtag pandemic, but like, you know what I mean? I know. I think that's also played into it too with them. Obviously not as much as OC. That was just awful. It was so bad because it was right in the beginning of everything and it brought you back to, oh, it was just terrible. But I think too, like they're, they're like grasping at straws for storylines and like plots of each episode because because maybe they they're well, not them. too much you know <laughs> right right or maybe they've, they've evolved more than like we've tapped into all their storylines you know? I know i don't know i think there's more there with margaret too like i want to know more about like how she and Joe met and like the, like that dynamic. I want to know more about her like ex-husband, but maybe I have to read the book. She's got a book coming out. I know. I do want to read hers book and I do want to read Lala's book. Yes. And now we have all the Vanderpump babies minus Sheena. I know. I know. Can you even believe it? I know. How did that happen? I don't know. We all just decided to be moms at the same time. I'm still not convinced that there's not something coming out or that they're not working on something for them to be Vanderpump moms or something. I don't know. Maybe that would be fun. Who knows? That would be a really good time. I'd love to see their kids grow. I don't know, but Lala's baby's so cute. I know. She is really cute. She's like pretty. I know. She is a pretty baby. Um, before we get into the main event, do you watch Dallas at all? No, it's like one of those things I just turn on when I'm caught up on everything else, but I want, but I want to like scroll my phone, but I want to have a reality show on that kind of thing when I put it on, but I haven't really like kept up with it. I don't know what's going on this season. Literally nothing, but I like Tiffany Moon. She's like the new, um, 
doctor who's on the show, but apparently um, one of the castmates had COVID when they were flying to New York to do the reunion. Mm-hmm. And then one of the other castmates who has since um she like announced quitting halfway through brandy because she's a racist pos but um she uh she was sitting right next to the castmate that had um covid so they're like skyping in i'm just like just cancel it like i think skyping in to film yeah the the um reunion while other people are there in person oh that's stupid I just think, like, maybe, like, let's just end it. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel like we could, like, do, like, a new series. Like, I really, truly liked Salt Lake City. I don't know how you, like, felt about it. Yeah, I like it. But I, like, really got invested with it. Probably because I got really invested with my girl Lisa. But, um... (laughs) I'm just, like, maybe we just retire Dallas. We find... Like, let's do, like... Vegas, or let's bring back Miami, or let's do like they are. I don't know, a Midwest. Back, yeah, but bring back Miami. Peacock. Oh, it's not going to be in Bravo. No, which is just dumb. That's really weird to me, but okay. So I'm like, maybe invest in something new when something else isn't working. I mean, I think Atlanta is always just going to be a classic. I don't know if you watch it. I watch it more on like reruns when I can binge it than anything, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just like, Ugh, I'm over Dallas. Yeah, I've never been a big fan. I got into it for a little while, but it didn't like captivate me enough to keep going. I just don't think there's enough drama, but whatever. Right. So should we talk about it? Let's do it. The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer was. <laughs> it was really good. I'm really excited. I'm like. Skeptical, but like. I know. Excited. It's, it's going to be obviously very Erica centered, but I'm also excited to see the whole Scott Disick and Amelia Gray thing. I literally think that the whole two truths and a lie thing was a play on words for the trailer when they like did those um, subtitles or whatever. You might be right. I I did three of them. Yep. So I'm like, I think, I don't know. There's no way she didn't know. I mean... Right. I think like she was so cold in that trailer that you're almost just like, are you even like human? Like, I don't know who Erica Jane is. I don't know who Erica is. I don't think, I don't think she's going to say as much as we anticipate her to say. I know, but they're saying she's not going to hold back. But then, like, today, there's, like, this thing that came out about how um, they're saying that she could be sued. And, like, their um, Tom's camp or whatever is, like, trying to sue her. For talking about it on the show? No, I think it's more of just, like, her part in it. 
yeah, I I'm mean, trying to find she, it, but... there was a part in the trailer, and they it could have edited this, but and when someone said, "Like, did and burn victims," and yeah, Griselle, yeah, and um, she almost looked like she was gonna shake her head yes, but then was like, no. She did shake her head yes. I'm convinced on it. I will die on that grave. I was like, she shook her head yes, and she was ready to say yes. But then was like, no, only he knows what. I don't know. I just like. That thing. I don't know, Grace. I think it's, I, I just, I don't understand how we're gonna know as much as we want to know because i think lawsuits are gonna continuously come out but well and i obviously we would all like to be rich and have money and be able to go wherever we want when we want but at, at what cost like you can only get away with something for so long and you are really okay with getting your having your glam squad like putting you know loads of makeup on having all these extravagant outfits this huge house that no one needs just for the two of you for and you're getting your money from like stealing from victims there's your problem and when Dorit like mentioned that like when Dorit and she said it she said said, like orphans and widows I was like Damn! No, people who left their loved ones on um, one of the Boeing planes, like, hello, like we, these are all things that we saw in the news, and you know, on all these victims. And I'm sorry, but that woman used to spend like thousands and thousands of dollars on glam to do anything. To do any, yeah, to go anywhere, do anything, go to the spin thing they had, like for charity. For- do anything she was always in some gucci outfit always yeah in, you know like full-on makeup extensions the whole thing and, and oh, no. where like where where's your point of reference to do the right thing right right lost lost in the money I'm actually really glad that Sutton got a diamond because I think she's just messy. Um, I'm excited to see Garcelle again this season. I I think she's like super like beautiful, and I think she also holds people accountable. Yeah, she does, and in a very smart way too. Exactly, very smart when she speaks. You can tell. Um, and obviously we know that Rinna's storyline story is going to come from the good old Disick and Amelia thing, which I'm like kind of annoyed of. Like, I like Rinna. I want to like Rinna probably more than I than I do. Be- I just feel like she's so like, ugh, she's exhausting to me. But ugh. What do you like? Do you think we're gonna see things or like what do you like? I don't know. I think maybe they put that in the trailer to make it seem like it was gonna be part of the season more than it really will be. I don't think he's, I think his show is Kardashians. Those are his people. I don't know. I don't see him appearing on it. So, no. But did you catch Kyle's comment though, where she was like, he's, 
oh. old and he has three kids and Rena was like I know like I know well think of it this way Princess Diana was 19 when she married Charles who was 32 Amelia's 19 right or is she 20 yet she's 19 still isn't she I think yeah. she's 19 he's like 37 I'm like no she's a kid no stop Scott just stop it I mean, so like in my opinion, and we'll get into it a little bit more when we talk a little bit about Courtney, but like, I also think Scott is trying to like cover his bases mm-hmm. because I think he's kind of nervous of being like weeded out of the Kardashians, not necessarily like as a family member, but more as like a character on the show. Yeah, I agree and I, with that. And I think like, I think that they are going to have a show on Hulu. Like a reality show or something else? No, I think they're, so like, you know how they're like, oh, we're done with E, we're going to do something on Hulu. Right. I think they're going to carry over something very similar to what is on E on Hulu. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I've heard, I haven't really watched this season, but from what I've heard on other on podcasts I listen to, it just kind of sounds like same thing with like Bravo. It's like, it's a pandemic. So they're creating scenes and mm-hmm. then they're playing out the scenes and they're just not very good at acting. So yeah. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> Do you think that um, Chris Jenner, cause she's like BFFs with Kyle. Do you think she had something to say when Kyle said that comment about Scott? I don't know, maybe. I think Scott, I mean, he also dated Sophia, who I know is a little older, um, but Heather McDonald, I love her. She's so funny. She's juicy scoop. She said something like, um, Sophia Richie aged out. She turned 21 and she aged out of dating. <laughs> Scott is sick. I <laughs> just like, like, what is his deal? I don't know. I don't know. I am like I said earlier, like I'm really like this trailer made me very excited for Beverly Hills, but I'm also just like nothing like it just to me is just like another story. Like it's just like the same old, same old. Like, okay, we're gonna focus on Erica. Like last year we focused on Denise and I and I'm I'm actually really excited for Kathy Hilton because I think she's gonna she like cracked me up in that. I'm I was waiting to say that I'm so excited for Kathy. I feel like she's gonna be really interesting and bring more to the show than we realize. And I think she might hold Kyle a little bit more accountable for some of her stuff. Yes, I agree and, with that. I mean, I'm still like kind of upset that Kyle is the center diamond on the whole thing. I know. I know Kathy hasn't been on it, but I feel like Kathy should have been. I know because <laughs> it's Kathy Hilton. It's Kathy Hilton. But like, what has Kyle done too? I know. And I like, I was relieved so not true. to see it. I was so relieved not to see Teddy. Cause I just think Teddy was so boring. Normal, boring Teddy. <laughs> you know, like bring back Taylor Armstrong at this point. I know. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Jeez. No, so I think I we have like, enjoy. I think we have like 
I'm, I think we have a lot to be excited for because again, I'm excited for Kathy. I'm excited to like see how certain things pan out with Erica. A little apprehensive on Brenna. I'm always excited for Beverly Hills. Like obviously every franchise, they're rich women, but it's Beverly Hills. Okay, so if you only had one franchise to watch the rest of your life, what would it be? Mm -hmm. Oh, it would be between New York and Beverly Hills. But you have to pick. Okay, okay. And this might come as a surprise to you. I think Beverly Hills, just because, like, I don't know, I'm from the East Coast. I've been in New York City a million times. It just seems like something that's, like, far away and, like, so unattainable. (laughs) So I like to watch because I feel like I have the inside scoop on it, even though anybody could watch. So I think it would be Beverly Hills. So you're excited. Yeah, I am. I'm excited. That's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I would have to say mine is going to be ride or die New York. I have to, We have to take you to New York City. I know we live a, like half an hour away from Boston, but <laughs> I know have a, hike, a hike from here to get to New York City, but you have to go there. You I know. And there. like I've driven like through it and all this stuff, but it's just like none of it is quite the same you know no you need to experience it someday some day well grace the new york or the beverly hills trailer started off with the line from our (laughs) queen dorit who is honestly one of my favorites um it says let's play two truths and a lie you want to yep. play? Let's do it. Let's play. You want to go first or do you want me to go first? So wait, I have to ask you. So I have I to have give to you, I have to give you two truths about me and one lie and you have to guess which one is the lie. Okay. Um, I might need a second. Do you want to go first? I will go first. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I have been to over half of the 50 states. I met Justin Timberlake at the Mall of America. Mm -hmm. And I once got a traffic ticket via email. (laughs) Which one's the lie? Mm -hmm. That you got a traffic ticket via email. What is it? I have never met Justin Timberlake at the Mall of America. Oh, I thought you would have definitely met Justin. I knew I could get you on that. I was like, I literally wrote it down. (laughs) I was like, I know that I can get you on that one. Yeah, I thought for sure you were like, he did a concert at the Mall of America back in the day and you like met him after. Yeah, no. I, uh, I got a traffic violation running a school bus stop sign allegedly that the city of Winona still doesn't have record of, but, and I didn't get charged, but I had to go to court and deal with it, but, and they contacted me via email. So I got a ticket via email. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's crazy. Never respond to those emails, kids. What's yours? 
Okay, I think I I think I got it. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I've been to a Spice Girls concert when I was younger. I have danced in Disney World and Epcot. And I have um, gone to Florida just one time. Oh, my God. Well, I know you've been to Florida more than one time. And now I'm like, just like sitting here like, okay, have you been to a Spice Girls concert? I know. I think I give you, I give you two lies and one truth. You give. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Redo. 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 I know. I'm too, I can't, I don't know. I just don't know what to say. I know how to lie. Okay, well, obviously Grace can't play the game, and maybe no, either maybe Erica Jane can't either. So no, no, it's too. It's too, what is up with Beverly Hills and their games too? Why do they like to go around the table and play games? That's the other thing. I'm not a very like. I'm not very good at games and like. Well, games suck. Mm-hmm. Um, you better get your husband to give you a little bit more red wine. You better call for it. I know it's it's only Wednesday. I gotta I gotta <laughs> I can't listen. I can't. I'm short. <laughs> okay. Well, since I won, I'm gonna talk about okay, the next topic. Okay. And it's going back to things we've talked about before, but Courtney and Travis, like I'm kind of nervous about them. I know. I am too. It is very fast. Like, who knows what we haven't seen, but. So they've been friends forever. Like, they've, like, Mm -hmm. literally, like, they're neighbors. So they've always been a part of each other's life. But I just, like, keep on thinking. I'm like, okay. Their family went on a trip together. Obviously, it was via bus because Travis doesn't fly. Mm -hmm. They, like, did this little TikTok thing. And. You know, now Travis has Courtney tattooed on his chest. But maybe it's just what she wants and maybe it's just what she needs. And it's that security that she probably deserves. Yeah. And I I guess he was on, like, he's always been her friend. I didn't know that. He's been on other episodes of Keeping Up. So he's always been around, which is interesting to me. But I, yeah, I think for, like, when it comes to Courtney and Scott, it's, like, been the same old tune every season. Are Courtney and Scott going to get back together? Um, but he, he was awful to her. He was awful to her. I know that they had all these kids together, but he wasn't a good guy to her. And I yeah. know Travis is, and I know things, things seem to be moving really fast. I don't want it to crash and burn, but. No, I don't know. I, I don't either. I'm I, like very much on their side. I am too. Um, What do you honestly think he thinks though, Scott? Like as he's sitting there with his 19 year old girlfriend. I really think that he loves Courtney, but I think he's moved on too. I do. You do. I'm not maybe with Amelia, but like in general, like I think it's probably fun to be with Amelia, but I don't know. So like my thing is, is like, I think Scott is 
holding on to the Kardashian name, obviously for obvious reasons. And like, I feel like he's like not ready to give that up. And so like, that's Mm -hmm. why I think that he just like sticks around and he hold and he holds onto these relationships and like he I, I I just like I think we're gonna start seeing him weed out and and which is maybe fine and it's probably like if Courtney's happy with Travis like I don't think it's healthy to just have like Scott hanging around and nor do I think Travis would ever want that but I'm like I mean, it's going to be a big change for that family because there's a lot of people that worship him. Yes, there are. I think he's hilarious. I thought oh, he's him. so funny. Yeah. But, <laughs> but he also is just like, he was like, if it wasn't for the Kardashians, how do we not know that Scott wouldn't be just in Miami getting blacked out drunk every night? Oh, I know. Right. Exactly. Yeah, he would have been, like, fine. Obviously, he came from money, but, yeah, who knows where he'd be. How did they even meet? Do you know how they met? No. You should look into that. I'm interested now. That'll be your next episode conversation. Yes, it will. <laughs> um, speaking of weird relationships. Well, oh, not good, speaking. yes. Um, yeah. Obviously, Prince Philip died. R.I.P. So sad. That's right. Very sad, but also 99 years old. So it's like, Mm -hmm. um, I read today that Harry and William have had a conversation. Okay. What the hell do you think they, how do you think that went? I don't think it went well. I know. I immediately picture like things getting heated and like yelling and screaming. Because everyone is obviously very emotional, not only because of the situation with Harry and Meghan, but they just had someone pass. But maybe because Philip passed, they held it together. I don't know. I don't know. And I think Meghan didn't go. I don't know. I don't think any of us know 100% the reason why, but I don't think she went because she's so far along in her pregnancy. I'm again, I'm not 100% sure, but if I was her, I'd be like, I'm not gonna go, I'm gonna sit this one out. Um, me too. But I am just like, I just okay, so this is like my feeling is like for Harry, I hope and I wish that William would be able to come around and just be like, you know what. I'm your big brother. I want you to be a part of my life. I want you to be a part of my kid's life. I don't necessarily agree with everything that you guys are doing, but can we just get along? I know. I hope that they can get there. I really do. And it's not it's not like the Oprah, Oprah interview, Harry and Meghan, where they'd be like, this, that, like, you, you know, anything. They were very... They were just honest. She was honest about what happened to her. And she wanted people to know the truth. And the truth is the truth. How can you be mad about that? Right. And I, you know, and I think it's like, I think it's, I think it's good for Megan to be able to like establish her boundaries. And I think it's good for Harry to 
be able to balance those boundaries and like be able to like still like contact his family and i know that like the queen and philip before he passed were like in touch with megan and harry and all this stuff i just think at like some point the institution and i know it's tradition and i know it's all these different things like just have to like step aside and understand like family's family like yeah this is more than that like we want harry and megan whether they're a part of this life to feel like they're a part of our family more than anything but I know. I just feel like I know there's like rules and all this stuff we don't understand, even like not just because we're not royal, but we don't live in the, you know, in the UK. But I just feel like if if that's what she wanted to do and that's how she felt, it's like, you know, if you downside downsize the situation, if someone came to you and said, I was really uncomfortable when you did this and when you said this and I don't like feeling like that. And this is how I would prefer to be treated. And like my first reaction would be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I would never mean to make you feel that way. Like, please tell me, you know, what I can do to be better. Like that would be, I just feel like any, any normal person, like who would want someone to feel uncomfortable? And so well, right. it's a communication, it's, it's a communication. Like it, right. it goes back to communication. Like you can right. get into a fight. I mean, literally you and I have been in a fight before and like right. all it takes is just like both sides communicating and expressing their feelings to be able right. to come to this point of understanding where everybody's coming from. Like right. I sometimes I feel like fights are just basically misinterpretations of what your feel, what you think someone else is feeling. Right. And what they meant by something they said. Yeah. Interpretation is everything. So it's like, I, I hope that like when Harry's at home or Mm -hmm. or like, I hope he's able to like kind of have some of these conversations. Granted, I think Charles is a dick. I think William is a dick, but I, I don't like Camilla, but I, I hope that like the queen and like Kate are able to be able to like, bridge people together to like get them on a point of like there's more to life than just the crown and this and like there is more and like right and and your grandpa would want you guys to be able to get along right i mean when in doubt use the grandpa excuse I know, <laughs> Grandpa wants to get along, <laughs> but you know, maybe Kate being from the UK, she that's something that everyone everyone looks up to the royal family and like dreams of being a part of, and maybe that's something she used to think about, like yeah. every other little girl, be a princess or whatever, and then she married William, and that's great, and they are really happy, and it seems like they're doing the job well. But Megan also is not from there. She's from here. And I don't know, I feel like, you know, us Americans are more likely to be like, okay, like, calm down. Right. <laughs> calm down. I, Let's I'm all go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. She's just a California girl. It rains all the time. I, I would love London for that reason. But Me too. <laughs> I know. It rains all the time there. Like, where's the beach? Like, I'm sure that's, you know, 
kind of what she felt too. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? What do I know? What do we know? Okay. We have two more topics and then I'm going to let you go. I promise you, I will get you off this call in 15 minutes. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm good. I'm having fun. Okay, good. I know, like I said, you're not a Bachelor fan. But I think yeah, to- I never got into it. But I think today, is your husband texting you right now? No, I was looking at, <laughs> oh. looking at what you sent me. <laughs> She was looking at my template. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> because I do prepare a little bit, their dad. Um, yeah. Because Jared listens and then always just texts Luke about um, feedback. Not me. Oh my but God. Luke is your stage mom. Oh, oh my God. It's so bad. Okay. Um, so, morning. On Good Morning America, Colton Underwood announced that he was gay, which I think is a huge and courageous step for someone to do on national TV, let alone someone who has played in the NFL, was perceived as a jock, and literally was like known as the hot bachelor. I think this is like a great opportunity for people who fit that previous narrative to see someone who they might relate to go through that. Am I shocked? Yeah. I, I didn't see that coming today. That wasn't on my 2021 bingo, bingo card, but like, I'm like, I'm like really, really honestly proud of him. And he like, when he was like talking, he just seemed like so relieved and like happy. Do you think like, and obviously him coming out today is an an excuse, but do you think like, because, because who is it? Who's the one that has like the restraining order against him? So he chose Cassie. Who um, I'm not 100% sure if he proposed to or not, but um, they dated and he like, that was like the famous jump over the fence thing. It was all this stuff. They had a very messy breakup. Um, She had to get a restraining order. She um, later left, like dismissed that restraining order. Um, He put like a tracker on her car it was like very, very intense. I don't. Do you, do you think he like just was lost? I mean, I'm not trying to make an ex- excuse for doing that because so that like ridiculous. But so what I do uh, like applaud Robin Roberts for doing is like very much keeping it on the focus of like what Colton was saying today. Like it wasn't much about Cassie. Like. He apologized to her and like he said he was sorry and like I mean I have questions I'm like did he tell her first did she know like he's also had a relationship with Tia who was like another like bachelor contestant like there's so many different things that come like come into question but like I just am like genuine like, I just think Robin Roberts did a good job of keeping it on, like, 
the conversation of what it was. Mm-hmm. And that was just yeah, like no. him coming out and like his like he was very nervous about his dad, but I guess his dad was there and his dad was very supportive and all this stuff. But I mean now since this interview it's not come out that he has like a new like i don't know if it's a documentary or a show on netflix and so it just like feels now it like kind of starts to feel a little like interesting yeah maybe he planned i mean it sounds like he planned it that way no a hundred percent yeah i don't know like i and i want him like, obviously, we want everybody to be happy with their lives. And, like, I I want people to be able to live their truth. But at the end of the day, too, it's like, I hope he had these hard conversations with Cassie and the other girls he was with. Because if you're someone who's, like, sitting here being like, oh, I pressed... I had a restraining order on him. I had this on him. I had, like, he had a tracker on my car. Right. Like, I hope she got that, like, break too. And it's not just, like, all hail Colton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I'm glad that the focus was, um, was on him being true to himself and, um, you know, I think that's a, a really great thing. I'll have to watch that interview. Um, I haven't, like I said, I've never really been a big fan um, of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I think the last Bachelorette I watched was um, Andy. She was really cute with <laughs> the black hair um, and really fun. But that was the last season that I watched. And then, I don't know, Bravo kind of took over my life. I didn't really get into it again. Um, yeah, but, no. Yeah. But I just like, I mean, like I said, like, I, I get it. And I'm very happy that he gets to love his truth. And I think it's like such a great thing for people who are maybe like categorized as the jock, the football player, you know, I mean, yeah. in the yeah, NFL, like, yep. to be able to be like, okay, this is my reality. And it's not exactly what I ever thought it was going to be. But I just like, I also hope that like, Cassie and Tia, who was the other girl that he was with at one point, I hope they like get to have that conversation with him. Because I think that's important too, because I feel like it could also, like, I don't care who you sleep with at the end of the night. Like, I really don't. And I, I, and I want you to be in love with who you are in love with. And I want the best for you. But I also think it's important to have that conversation with the people that, you know, you did once say I love you to. Yeah, right. Exactly. That you picked out of all these other women to potentially be your wife. Yeah. They they owe that to them. Yeah. Well, do we have time for talk toxic toxic influencers? Or are you fading? <laughs> I'm okay. I would love to give my opinion about toxic well, influencers. <laughs> last week I went off on Rachel Hollis. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um 
And I think it's important to talk about because I think like it's just like more and more exposed to our everyday and then we don't even recognize it. Um, Because I think that there's a lot of problematic influencers that pass off as good people. And maybe they are good people, but like at some point I'm also like you're just also an advertisement and you're feeding people certain things. I don't know. I would like to hear your opinion on it because like I said last week, I only had my opinion because I was very worked up and I was just like, I need to hash this out by myself. I know. So the whole, the whole Rachel house thing. And I don't really, I didn't really know she was until this, but I just, I get uncomfortable and it's not just her. I'm not like singling her out with this, but it's like women, women in general, like we can be very insecure about a lot of things. Like we're held to high standards, which is like circles back to the whole influencer thing. But what I, I feel like sometimes they play on those like emotions and know they can get you to buy this or that and the other thing. And at the end of the day, we don't benefit from those things. They do. But like women especially and i i'm not pregnant i'm drinking wine like i've never had a child before i'm not a mother but i know people that are and i know just the psychology behind it because of my school my schooling um my education that women they look for like naturally human nature they look for a community when they're going through a change in their life, whether that be like a weight loss journey or a career change or a divorce or something like that. And having a child is a big, it's a big deal. And Mm -hmm. women search for other women who are going through the same thing to make sure that it's normal because they've never gone through this before and they want to talk to other people about it. And then everything that comes with a baby. Um, So I just, it makes me uncomfortable and makes me upset when women like her or other influencers kind of treat that as something profit profitable. They profit mm-hmm. off of women, women Our insecurities. Right. Off of women's insecurities and going through these hard things. And then like, okay, like you got this huge platform and you're making a lot of money and people really like you because they can relate to you. But then you go on a tangent about, so yes, this is specifically about, <laughs> you go on a tangent about how you don't want to be, you don't want to be relatable and you relate yourself to Harriet Tubman and like women who like fought for like the, us to get the vote and like civil rights and <laughs> like that. It's just absolutely I don't have words. ridiculous to me, but other influencers do it too. I mean, who I follow a couple just a couple because it's just too much at the end of the day but Uh they'll they'll put things on their stories like okay you have to follow all of us if you want this peloton bike it's like a loop a loop it's a loop it's a loop it's a loop it's a loop and it's more let's buy that look like this look like me do this other thing like me and you know you start to catch on after a while it's like this is a fifth like moisturizing toner that you've advertised to me which one do you use Right. And like, so like I struggle with influencers 
and I still follow like probably more than I should, but I follow them in like just like a sense of eavesdropping maybe of just like yeah like a seeing what they're doing and it's and it's so and now I feel like it's manipulated into like oh it's affordable like it's here's my yes. sale here's Amazon here's Target here's this and it's like Old Navy and and I'm like okay but what do you guys actually own of these things because you're now having people buy them using your right. code or using this or whatever right. but what do you guys actually use and i think that's what like makes me so upset and like going back to rachel hollis it's like it goes back to the lies like it goes back to right. you're not being true in your advertisements right in your advertisements and whatever you share about your life and I just because we see like everything that you post is so curated and it's a hashtag ad and it's a hashtag this and it's like you know what though like the moment I see a hashtag ad I'm like okay I'm done this person doesn't relate to me like this person isn't just like an influencer like I like to like say what I love to use or whatever because I have no audience you know like you know what if i'm someone, saying yeah if someone asks me like oh yes. you know what do you use i'll tell them and it's the things you can get at target like and yes great products i don't know you know like enough enough and there have definitely been times where i've been like oh like the nordstrom anniversary sale which is like really good sometimes but they all yeah. they all they all do that and you're like oh like this was 112 but it's only 53 but no it's like, still I get that and it's still 53 dollars. and guess what you yes. probably got that for free like yes, you got i think free. that's like the hard thing is just like none of it makes sense like we're literally sitting here watching mm -hmm. people pretend that it's like organic and like real conversations and it's not none of it is right, right. and there's so many too like i just i i know they love their children i know every mother loves their children but it just makes me feel like your hat it's like your, your baby is your new like handbag like that's kind of how they like pose with the baby and the matching outfits and the like just like toting a baby around to like have a baby around with them and guess like, what having a baby yeah. is not easy like no I know it's so many people who are like mm -hmm. You know, it's like postpartum, it's this and it's this, and right. it's like, why aren't we having those conversations? And then, like, right. the moment they start to have those conversations, they seem so disingenuous because everything else they do isn't genuine. Right. Right. Ugh. Yeah, no, and it, and that's the other thing too. And I won't even I won't even like go too far into it, but the whole like again, like the kids and having kids and it's like a new thing to to have like something mm -hmm. you can have but like okay a picture of your cute baby here and there like that's really nice i like to see your cute baby on social media but at what point like i don't want 
I don't want a camera in my face all the time. Like, I don't want a camera in my face when I'm trying to eat my breakfast. I don't want a camera in my face when I'm trying to just, like, hang out with my friends and, like, play. And you hear it, too. Like, you'll hear it at the park. Like, go anywhere where there's kids. And moms are, like, taking a million pictures. You will hear kids say, Mom, stop. Or, Mom, I don't want to take pictures. Or, Mom, like, mm-hmm. stop recording me. You, I, I've seen it on Instagram, too. Mom will be, like, recording them doing something funny for their story. And they'll turn around and be like, Mom, I said not to. Like, yeah. can we just stop? Like, it, I think it's, like, <laughs> such a huge conversation that, like. It is, yeah. We're just getting, like, started on. And I think it's important to have because I think it's not right. going anywhere. Yeah. And it's frustrating. I mean, I think it. I mean, I was following and looking at one of the influencers I follow today, and I was just like, I'm so, like, annoyed because I feel like everything you're posting has lost its purpose. Well, and they will sometimes just post, like, a cute picture, which I said, hey, baby's happy, you want to post a cute picture, whatever, like... I don't, don't need my permission, but that's fine. Um, and then someone that nothing will be linked. Stroller won't be linked. The the spit up towel won't be linked. The outfit mm-hmm. that the baby's wearing won't be linked. And then the next slide will be like, oh, you guys are all asking. Like everything in the last picture is linked here. And then you tap it. Have you ever tapped it? And the outfit for the baby is like $62. Yeah. Like I mean, and, that they're going to grow out of. Or like, oh, the mom is in like, this full outfit that costs like $300. And I'm like, okay, you lost me. You're not relatable now. Like, You're stop. Not. You're so not. like two slides ago, you were telling me you were Miss Amazon and now you're Miss Nordstrom on crack. Like it's, it's wild. And it's just like, I don't know. It drives me crazy. Yep. Me too. There are some I like. I don't know. Am I allowed to say? There's actually only one I like. I like. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. Can I say? Her, yeah. She is, oh, she's. Uh, here I go advertising for. Her. <laughs> and I just said all that. But no, she's. She's really. She's very relatable. I don't know if I'm um, biased because she does live in Connecticut, where I'm from. But um, her. Her Instagram is oh so glam blog.
Thank you for going on with my craziness and my rants about social media and influencers. I could do it all day. Oh, <laughs> I think honestly, we should just have like an episode about it because it's, it's been driving me crazy lately. Yeah, me too. Well, I love you. Love you too. I'll probably talk to you soon. Talk to you in five minutes. Bye. <laughs>